I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Better have you naked by the end of this pod, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's... Don't look at me like that. Pervert. <laughs> My name's Marcus and Pete's here. Hello. Luke's here. All right. Uh, yeah. Jim's not here. No. No. Jim, Jim will never be involved in the Stereo Ramble. He missed no. out. He looked he out there. What have you got lined up for us this time, Eno? <laughs> I don't know. Brian Eno. Wall, wall of sound. <laughs> yeah. Just a big raw in the middle of, uh, of the podcast. Bring the, wonderful. Bring the gym back. Mm. Going to bring David Lynch in a minute. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Ladies and gentlemen, good to have you with us. We're going to bring you a ramble, damn it all. We were um, literally in and around people's ears and head. Like. <laughs> we were, yeah. I was right channel. I think Lukey was left and Marcus yeah. was central. I was on the left cutting in. Yeah. Yeah. Marcus right. was the focal point in the middle. <laughs> Marcus is <laughs> the fulcrum. <laughs> Out and out striker. <laughs> Latan. Uh, Louis Van Hal said his players' confidence will be shot to pieces after the 2 1 home loss to Swansea. If you were the big tested Dutchman, how would you turn the screw, Pete? I would instigate um, not the Alex Ferguson hairdryer treatment or yeah. the David Moyes, whatever the hell he did last season. Mm. Uh, I would go for uh, Louis Chewy. Where yep. he would half time um, chew on the uh, players who have annoyed him's ears. I thought you were going to say something else. No, just just really chew. You know, like dogs chew on pigs' ears sometimes. Yeah. You buy them a couple of pigs' ears and they mm. just get got to town on them. Just Louis just chewing on their ear. Yeah. And it would kind of like, it, it would be like a metaphor for um, getting the hair dry treatment sort of thing. People shouting in their ears. But instead, just genuine gnashing of teeth on your, uh, on your uh, soft fibres of your ears, I suppose. Tyson S. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like Tyson S. Mm. Well, it would certainly. Make you buck your ideas up, wouldn't so, you? It would sort of an hour, I think. It's not the treatment yeah. I would want. No. Because he's quite a sort of um, fleshily wattled man as well, so I don't know if I'd want that that close Jowly, to my face. would you say? 
No, I wouldn't do the no. disservice of, of calling him Jowly. Yeah, he will yeah. become Jowly. Just to me, just to <laughs> me he, has great, he has great jowls within. Well, I don't know about you, Pete, but to me, the, the term Jowly man, as as first monikered on the show a while back, <laughs> Jowly man. It, it basically says to me like this sort of the big buffet eating exec <laughs> right, who yeah, never yeah, actually yeah. contributed anything to the game. Whereas Van Hal's made a huge contribution. Absolutely. To the game. So you right. want to give and him the disrespect? He's not really. F- he's not a fan. No, no, he just got. Yeah. He just got. A little no, bit he's not a Jowly man. And if I catch any of you saying that he is. There'll be trouble. I reckon his face, be, his face would be very warm. Mm. He's, got, he's got a big red face, lovely red face. Yeah. When he says and when he gets angry, you'd yeah, imagine yeah. it would uh, mm. it would certainly uh, be quite the heater. Uh, Luke, what have you got to answer the opening question with? I was thinking that Van Halen's probably got exactly the same amount of trophies as he has first-team players in his squad. <laughs> so what I would do is I would, I, I would like him to turn up at training, to, uh, I suppose it would be this morning, yeah. um, with a bin... Full mm-hmm. of the trophies he's won. Take and, one. And just ping one off each of their heads. Yeah. <laughs> or make them brass or them for the yeah. rest of the training <laughs> yeah. session. But then you would be like, you get dinged in the head by a Van Hal trophy, and you're like, oh, that's too fair, it's the Champions League one. Yeah. <laughs> and other people would be like, oh, I've got the Super Cup. You wouldn't get <laughs> dinged in the head. The Champions League trophy's a massive trophy. <laughs> Van Hal's a massive man. Yeah. What you, what, he's a that? powerful man, he can throw it. <laughs> I'm just saying the impact, it wouldn't be a ding, it would be a clunk off your head, wouldn't it? Yeah, I suppose, unless, unless the actual base hit you, mm. then it would be more of a ding. I yeah. thought you were going to say he would, he would give them a, each one a trophy and just go, look after that. And yeah. it would just be really unnerving. Yeah, what's coming next? Yeah, yeah. What's coming <laughs> Don't next? lose it or anything. Or, and, then he'd, and then he'd try and lose them, he'd have them on strings like Top Cat <laughs> with that coin. Yeah. And, he'd pull them, and he'd pull them back out of the players' houses or whatever. And then he'd go, where's my trophy? And they'd each have to explain. Yeah. And he'd find out which ones were the uh, honest players to which yeah. ones actually explained that's that they'd a, lost that's it. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I was actually going to say that I would save the Champions League, one of the Champions League mm-hmm. one for um, Rooney. Right. And ding it off his head, but it'd be full of Van House piss. <laughs> So it'd like soak him in piss as well. And then Ashley Young will come over and go, oh, you're not the only one who's been defecated on the van, <laughs> this weekend. The Van Hal um, piss bucket challenge. <laughs> yeah. I nominate you, Sir Alex Ferguson, <laughs> <laughs> to throw my piss on you. Um, How uh, many Champions Leagues has he won? Is it two? Uh, he won one with Ajax. Might just yeah. be the one, actually. I think it's one, yeah, so Rooney's getting it. Yeah. Yeah. We're not yeah. allowed to Captain, call him... Captain, you've got to step up and be counted. <laughs> We're not allowed to call him Van Gaal anymore, we've got to call him Van Gaal, according to the BBC. That's, that, that's uh, their um, in-house. Despite the fact I'm fairly certain I saw a piece on the BBC itself saying that it's definitely Gaal. Yeah, I, I, well, yeah, because a lot of the Dutch guys, Hulit, for example. Hmm. But yeah, Harry Lineker said Van Gaal. Didn't <laughs> <they>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the BBC um, style, uh, style guide is now Van Gaal. Oh. oh. They've, all say, they've all been saying it. Over the weekend. Fortunately, we don't have one of them. No. Although I wish we did. Also, the care. correct gra- grammatical way to write a Van Dutch <laughs> surname is if you're just using the surname, you capitalise the V. If you're using the first name as well, the V in Van should be in lowercase. Is correct. Right? Yeah. Okay. Very correct. Mm. I've made an error there, Denise, but Denise, I will know for next week. Denise Van Outen um, was originally um, just Denise Outen. Why she added the Van, I will never know. Right, okay. Well, if you're referring to her in the press as Van Outen... Then capitalise the V. If you're going to use the Denise beforehand, just make make it a small V. Well, what I would argue is that it, she doesn't have any Dutch, um, you know. I don't know where. Well so, I don't know. So don't know. Why you talking, it's not the nineties anymore. No. I'm just saying. Try to bring it back. I saw <laughs> it. I saw it at V Festival over the weekend. Oh, yeah. shall I answer the opening sorry, question? He Festival. <laughs> Van Festival. Um, uh, I would, if I was living out, I would. Um, I'd get Sir Alex Ferguson in the dressing room mm. before one of the games and just be like, yeah, I remember him, oh, the, there's the boss, and then just beat the crap out of him. Would you, yeah? In front of them all. Yeah. would be like, now get out there! <laughs> I don't think they would like that. 
They w- they'd get the message. <laughs> <laughs> what the message is, I'm not sure, but they would certainly get a message. I, th- I think the Premier League's definitely got a little bit more fearful uh, yeah. this, this season. You, you got uh, you imagine uh, Luke Shaw going, I preferred it when he just got his bollocks. <laughs> you got Van Van Hal at uh, United, and you've got uh, Roy Keane at uh, Villa. It's it's getting yeah. a lot scarier, I think. In my mind, because of what the news reports that have come out of Old Trafford, I think Luke Shaw should still running somewhere. <laughs> he was set up to try on his own about a week and a half ago. No one's seen him since. Oh dear, Pete's got the points. Yay! Oh, Swansea got the points. This well, mm. didn't they? Two mm. one, eh? Man United are back. What? what I, <laughs> I said to my, I said to a friend of mine, I was like, oh my goodness, I, I bet United fans thought that you know it'd be back to normal. And he just replied, this is normal now. <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty- like everybody else now. <laughs> Van Howe has Van Howe broken the record in his first game? It was uh, where have I got it written somewhere on this Sorry, piece what? of paper? Their first home loss on the opening day of the league season since 1972. I mean, they've got a lot of injuries. I mean, I will say that. Hey, the stats are just what what I like about ca- it coming all, thick and fast. All that fraff from the Premier League about vining goals and all that. Oh, um, yeah. The first major vine incident was a, a bird doing a shit in a man's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Very enjoyable. Yeah, actually, no, but <laughs> I he, found it quite sickening. He got jobbed yeah, in the sickening, mouth. Yeah, yeah. Very strange happening. It rarely happens. I, I remember that happened to, to the drummer from the Kings of Leon once. Did, did. Yeah, yeah, it did. They apparently, they, were, gig, yeah. apparently they, no, they, they didn't. They still off halfway through. They stopped halfway through. Yeah, what, because a. Uh, Bird well, apparently there were pigeons nesting in the roof of the stage or something, yeah. and they were getting shot on the whole time, <laughs> which I think is an excellent critique, personally. <laughs> they should wear buckets, <laughs> buckets like their song, The Bucket. Yeah. Pigeons shat on me. Um, sounded a bit like the old guy from Simpsons. <laughs> no, he's more like that. Oh, yeah, Family Guy, me. Family mm. Guy. Oh, yeah, Herbert the Burbot. Um, I was going to say to you that I have seen a YouTube video of a news, an, an American news reporter walking through a field. Yeah. And having a bird um, deposit something in his mouth. Mm. And he sort of just goes... <laughs> <laughs> and they cut back to the... Uh, yeah, studio. Ashley Young didn't look phased at all. No. No. Suggesting that it. it's not his first time. <laughs> what, do you think he instructed him to do it? To en- energise him? I don't know. Maybe when the Kings of Leon were playing, he really likes him. He's like, don't worry, guys, I'll take care of this. And he, like, put his mouth <laughs> over I think the drum. that's unlikely. It's confusing. <laughs> I think that is Very abstract. Yeah. All right, let me just have a little lull. But Swansea's first goal was good, wasn't it? He was. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it was really good. Dragging it back to the football. It must be difficult for teams like that, because whenever they... If they, if they get, like, a showcase result at Old Trafford, everyone just talks about how, how much a disarray United are in. But that's... I think that's sort of played that's in largely their hands the, a little bit. largely the reason, isn't it? I mean, Swansea were good, but Manchester United were also bad. Very bad. Yeah. I mean, fair. Swansea's first goal, as you say, 29 passes. Um, it was just brilliant. It's nice incredible. finish from Key, wasn't it? Yeah, lovely, it was, yeah. Finish. Just sort of slotted it nicely. But it was yeah. the space he had yeah. to do that with. That's the that's one of the alarming things, isn't it? Thanks to Boney. But what do you think? Well, absolutely. Boney... Did that was a fantastic tactical foul. Little mm. block off uh, on the on the defender. But still, though, he had a lot of room, and the, and the pass to, to Boney as well was... Was was pretty easy. Mm. I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm so glad uh, Bonnie plays in the Premier League. I, I think he's a really, really talented footballer. You're a big fan. I, I love that man. He's a good player. Did you? Um, you, you obviously concede that United's injuries were a factor in that because they're nowhere near full strength at the moment. Are they? They've got the most injuries in the Premier League. They've just, they just got no pace, though. You know, I, they, I think Woodward needs to look, have a good old hard look at himself. I know they haven't got um, Champions League football to attract footballers in, into the club, but they just really do look threadbare, and, and yeah. it's not, it doesn't look like it's getting any better. It's, it's, I mean, it really is quite bad, isn't it? And it's and it's a sign of the modern game that they are perhaps not. Well, they, they'll always attract big players, but the, but you're right. They don't have Champions League football, and if they don't get it again, then suddenly that 
their star really does fade, and no amount of no amount of talking about history and all oh, the size mm. of the stadium. You'd say, sorry, actually, but, I'd rather play with your noisy neighbours or down the road in London. But you, you just get the idea that that, that Van Hal sort of he must have isolated several deficiencies in his squad. And I know he said it was a bit of a blank slate for all of his footballers, and he you know he spent a lot of pre-season talking about uh, taking a good look at his new squad. But you've just got to look at Woodward and sort of say, well, where are the signings coming from? Where are they getting in? The, the sort of players that Manchester United need. It's not going to be wrapped up in a week, is it? You know, no, they, they, these sort of players, yeah, you know, yeah. have massive, massive contracts, and it doesn't look like they're going to get. Uh, it's going to be another false start of the scene, I think. It's a little bit odd because they, they for a number of reasons, but but they had a really good sort of encouraging pre-season. They seem to be a, a group of players who were working hard to impress mm. the manager. They gave all the signals that that's what they were. I mean, this is only one game. Of course mm. it is, and 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 but they've got a, a five or six game start where they've got a lot of winnable games. Yeah, and then they're away at Sunderland next. Um, but that all of a sudden that doesn't necessarily look that much of an easy game now. Mm. Well, uh, again, when Yanzai came on, he looked like the best player, and that's exactly what happened in Moyes' season as well. Season. He looked he looked like the quickest player on the field, and he looked decent. It's and I thought Swansea would struggle this season. Yeah. They still might, of course, but they were, Swansea were sort of twice as good as I thought they'd be, and may not were twice as bad. Did you like <laughs> how Moyes was there straight away? <laughs> it wasn't one of these. Ah, I needed more time. Needed more time Kicking to, the tyres Yeah, yeah it's a, Oh it's a state Do you think that, Ooh, do you think that interview Was probably done A couple of weeks ago And they were like Shall we release No let's just hold on Hold on to that Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Keep it> back. <laughs> At half time I'm surprised think. that Moyes hasn't been considered For the Palace job To be honest I think mm. he probably um, Ruled himself out of it Really? I reckon so. Do you go from Manchester United to Palace? I mean It's a Premier League job Yeah but I mean With a to Palace yeah. Not yet to Palace Okay, well, what, what are you suggesting then? We should work down to it. We have had a hot... Oh, that's me, that is me. <laughs> I'll distance myself from that. <laughs> London have had a hot summer. I'm only With joking. that complexion, he's probably gone, eh, I fancy something a bit, bit chillier. The worst of it's over, Pete. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a man who, who uh, fastidiously checks the weather with, with the first skin I've got, and I'm telling you now, the worst of it's over. <laughs> David Moyes should not be turning his nose up, in my opinion, at a London-based Premier League club. Well, maybe he doesn't want to live in London. Yeah, maybe he doesn't. But a lot I mean, of the, the players he is... could attract could uh, live in London, though. That's the big thing for me, I think. Yeah, yeah. maybe, but he's 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 not uh, a name that's being linked to that job. Mm. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll I'll argue my point in another way, just using two words: Tim Sherwood. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to talk a little bit more about Swansea. Though. Okay, um, it was it's good to see Sigurdsson back at the club, mm. playing in his right position, in a that's... position he wasn't afforded at Spurs because they got other players there. Of course, correct, Amundo. And he looked. The, the problem with Sigurdsson, in my in my view, and in a lot of people's views, I, I would have thought, is that he's just lacks a yard of pace to be a genuinely world class. Mm. Um, creative midfield player and so he, he gets farmed out around all over the place at a, at a club like Spurs but if he can play consistently in that position I think he'll be good this season yeah he's, he, I mean, he's an excellent player because they've got pace out wide haven't they Swansea so they've got pace mm. in other areas of the pitch it's not as important well that's it he's got options I mean uh, you know Spurs when they did sign all those players it, it, I mean Clint Dempsey was another one who wasn't perhaps used as well as he could have been yeah. he moved away I mean Dembele Fulham's man of course but that's been a story of... for a long time ever since Harry was there you know oh, they, yeah. they, they, they just have too many players in the same position and they oh. just don't know how to use them absolutely I mean Ericsson was clearly that man he, but... should, he should still be that man I think yeah, he's oh, the bunch yeah, yeah no no Dembele's played a little bit deeper hasn't he you yeah. but, you, but you want to see especially a creative player like Sigurdsson who, who scores mm. the odd goal as well you want to see him on the ball Yeah, you want to see him on the ball you want to see him doing stuff and as you say with the two wide boys that'll that'll do him lovely as well. A big Jonge. Big yeah. Jonjo behind yeah. him. But Van Hal sort of changed it mid, uh, midway through. It was like half time and he sort of switched. Well, you, have you said about the injuries? Then, then they had a couple of injuries on the pitch as yeah. well. Big Jonjo. Big Jonjo took it upon himself to officially welcome Ander Herrera to the Premier League. Didn't <laughs> <they? laughs> <laughs> Stand, standing over him, just screaming and swearing at him. Herrera must have been like, what is happening? What is this, this bald. Third circle egg, of hell. Dinosaur egg head man doing. 
standing <laughs> over me. Screaming at yeah. me. No, you've got you to initiate them somehow. What you? do I do? do I Welcome to hell! <laughs> Welcome to hell! It's my home ground! <laughs> do, I, do I put a worm in your mouth? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> this weird duckling shouting at me. Um, Ashley Young playing wing-back. And then sort of full-back, was he? In the second I half. think Ashley Young playing at all is a sign of... <laughs> is a sign of well, uh, even nature clearly doesn't agree with it. <laughs> but I, I, would, I would defend that because Ashley Young, everyone was clearly... back, I can see. Everyone was clearly given a clean slate when Van Hal took over and Ashley Young has played a, mm. a, bit, a bit in pre-season and clearly done okay. Yeah. And that's why he was picked. And they've got injuries, haven't they? I mean, that, that's, that's part of it as well. And, and he does... He did seem to be working quite hard. I don't think he played that well. But I don't think that many United players played that well in total. So I thought Herrera was decent enough. I thought he showed... The thing about Herrera is, he's not going to do it on his own. He's, he's not the type of player who will make something happen on his own. He can pass the ball nicely, and, oh. he, and he uses the ball correctly, and he's, and he's great positionally. But he's not going to pull out a back heel to unlock if, the door for you. If a bird, right, Here was um, steady, was uh, maybe isn't, he made his nest in some kind of I don't know, drug research lab, yeah. and he subsisted on a diet of whatever he could find, but also um, tablets he might have lying around, yeah. and he did a poo in Ashley's mouth... And he was later drug tested. Could uh, Ashley argue that he had uh, there was outside influences? You know, yeah. he hadn't he planned for the, for a bird to poo in his mouth. Could he get away with it? I'm just saying. I'm just saying that Ashley Young could take drugs now and it'd be okay. You <laughs> in this very small window. You wonderful whimsical bastard. Mm. He, he he didn't swallow, did he? I don't think he swallowed. I don't know. Like, no. It's still on his lips. Yeah, maybe. He would have rubbed it into his gums. It would be hard to prove. It would be hard to prove. It would be hard to prove. But that's that's why you've got the that's why you've got the drug test thing, haven't you? I mean if you are worried about failing a drugs test, then there's your Yeah. There's your get out. Just make sure everyone sees it. Not that we condone that. Not that we condone that. No, of course we don't. Of course we don't. Well we can, because we're we're not affiliated with anyone, so don't worry about it. Mm. Okay. Apart from our new sponsors, Cocaine. (laughs) Take as many drugs as you can. (laughs) Find you young. Um it's, uh, yeah, I mean, back to the football. Do you think that um, <laughs> Van Hal, do you or Van Gaal? Do you think how much was this the three-five-two system, or the, the the players that he just doesn't have, or all of it put together? Because I mean, coming out and saying we don't have players that are good enough, we need three well, or he's, four. You also said we didn't play as a team. We didn't play as a team. But so. it's it's quite. If you're in the squad. You'd be a little bit annoyed at that, wouldn't you? You should have got Hoddle in like Redknapp did. There you are. Yeah, get <laughs> Hoddle in. The three five two master. He's the, he's the splinter. <laughs> he's the Mister Miyagi of the three five two. Ah yes. But it's it's more just like the fact that he's gone right. We're going this. We're going into this match with a particular formation, and then half time suddenly going. Oh balls! <laughs> and I just go well. Then all of that your preparation, all of like the the. Um, the glory had installed in one man um, well, before you, the start you, of the match. If you want to play three five two, that's fine. But if you if your midfield players aren't going to track runners to the extent that Swansea score their first goal in that mm. manner, it doesn't really matter what formation you play. Yeah. You know, look at how much um, the City midfield player uh, Fernando oh. how 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 hard he worked going back. You know how much he covered runs and stuff. I mean, you've got to do that. Yeah, yeah Torre was loving that. Yeah, he? of course he was. He's looking around going. Bloody hell. I, I would even go as far as to say that's specifically why he's been <laughs> gone. And, um, and if, you, if, you play, if your midfield players aren't going to do that, like I say, it doesn't matter if you have an extra man midfield or not, or you've played 3 5 2 or 4 4 2 or whatever it is, because you're not going to pick up the runners and players are going to get in there and score. And they're going to nip in and, and, and hurt you, and that's what happened. Mm. There we are. So well done to the Super Swans. Definitely. Mm. Great result. Uh, a fantastic result. Uh, Leicester City. They picked up their first Premier League point Great news. In, in a while. Yeah, they drew to all with Everton, Aidan McGeady. Brilliant what a goal, goal that mm. was. Picked his spot lovely, didn't he? He whipped it in the top mm. corner. That's yeah. his first goal for Everton, is it not? Is that right? I think it might be, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a good player, Aidan McGeady. He's obviously um, went off to, to Russia. 
after being in Scotland. So it's good to see him. I hope, hopefully, because he, he's quite a tricky winger at yeah. times. Hopefully, he can make an impact this season. He seems to have um, come off the bench a lot when he's played for Everton yeah. last season. So be interested to see what, how, how he's how he's deployed this time around. Mm. And and I mean, the, the worry for Leicester was, like we said, with such a hard start that. You thought, blimey, you, you don't want them to be five games in or whatever and, and only maybe one point. I mean, that could yeah. still happen, of course. But it's, it's great that they did get the point against a good Everton side mm. who have ambitions of European football next season. Yeah. You know, they, I mean, they'd be an outside bet for top four. I but think, but I, I think Martin, as he said last season, that's what he wanted and, he, and he'll probably set up his stall to, to achieve that or I try can, and achieve that this season. I can see the, um, the rationale behind playing McGeady more often than not, because you've got they've got big Lukaku in there, and if he mm. can hit the byline and and maybe whip some crosses in, Lukaku can can um, can not only benefit from that, but then so can uh, Stephen Nuisance value Naismith. Yeah, <laughs> Steve, the Nuisance Naismith. He took his goal quite nicely. Shame about out. Barkley's injury, isn't it? Very much so. Yeah, but I don't think it's as serious as first fear. I think he's only going to be out for six to eight weeks now. I read today. Yeah, it's a medial ligament, but they reckon that that could go on for you know. He could come back and then do it again, and right. it's a very tricky injury. But initial, so it's in the knee, isn't it? Yeah, some yeah. some reports were saying he'd be out for five months, but in the Independent today, he said mm. that it might only Martinez said it might only be up to eight mm. weeks. So I mean, that'd be much better for him. But like, as you say, if he needs to get, it's it a ligament out, lottery, yeah, it is. <laughs> isn't it? Always, Ajoa um, on his debut laced one in from close range. They're lovely ones, aren't they? Yeah, as I said last last week, I think his game's well suited to the Premier League. Mm. He's strong and he and he mm. sniffs out a chance. He makes intelligent runs and, and he'll also get his fair share of headers as well. He's a big, strong unit. Mm. Um, I think he's just what Leicester need. I think that's a good signing. He does yeah. like a header. Um, Nugent's playing just behind him. Yeah. And then you've got, was Vardy? Um, he, I mean, he'll be in and around the formation mm. um, during the season. So they've got some good players going forward. And the Chris, mm. the Chris Wood guy that he plays up front for them, he had a really Who, good spell on loan at Millwall, New yeah. Zealand. Though. He scored the equaliser, didn't he? He did. Mm. Is he from New Zealand? He, he is, yeah. He's from Auckland, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah so a, a great point, and great that they, they battled back in to the match Gareth Barry was, was fortunate <laughs> he was lively he? wasn't he <laughs> fortunate he was he's an understatement I'll tell you, that's <laughs> a, I would call that a straight down the line 100% <laughs> bottle job from the referee <laughs> a first day of the season bottle job well, well they weren't bottling it elsewhere in the, in, in the league were they I suppose in, not in some of the other games but yeah you look at that and as, if you're a Leicester fan, you must just think, oh, come well, on. I think, I think that, yeah, you expect a different level of um, referee maybe at that Barry level. Barry knew as well. It's, Barry it's, would have it, walked it, off the pitch. For me, I think it's just genuinely, right, fan base... Am I going to get hold of the calls if I make the decision compared to if I make the decision at Old Trafford against Manchester United? Get used to you it know. because as support, someone who <laughs> supported a team who were, who were newly promoted to the Premier League not that long ago, Portsmouth, it happens quite. It a happens lot. all the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. stinking, stinking behaviour. I don't good. even know who the referee was. Actually, I can't remember. Well, I don't know. So, Johnny Blindo. <laughs> Johnny Blindo. Damn it! I can't all. believe he's still getting a game. No, yeah. Yeah. that's right. Yeah, well, he replaced the referee that left last season. So it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Gary um, Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Vision it's two Johnnies <laughs> four blind <Weird>. spot um, <laughs> uh, Leicester though good good point it's a good game as well love that it's always great isn't it when when uh, the promoted sides come up and they have a really good opening day mm. not what we'll say about Queen's Park Rangers sadly <laughs> in a minute but they have a great opening day the fans are really up for it the sun's shining yeah. the scene's set Luke. but it's, it, they got uh, come away from, from, from a, on what is on paper a difficult game against a good quality bunch of players with a point mm. and, it's, and, and that's something to hang your hat on isn't it that's yeah. important because if they had lost that game 2-1 despite having chances yeah. then it would have been disappointing for them of course but the, kind, the kind of confidence that Louis Van Aal's man would love I don't think it'll get any easier for them though because like no. we said last week they got such a tough opening run that um, yeah, I think they'll play a Man United soon so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those jokes are coming out again I can't believe it we're making those jokes like midway through last season as you said uh, about I forget which team 
um, you said it about it might have been oh, whoever it was. You know, when you think, oh, the fans might get. Well, you know, you've had your fun. Yeah, yeah I have had their fun. <laughs> you really I have. have yeah. You just imagine sort of like the, next, the the match against Manchester United, like Gary Lineker feeding all the pigeons outside crisps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> slowly just jamming yeah. them in their mouths. Oh, nice yeah. and fat, nice and yeah. full. Yeah, greasy crisps. <laughs> Well, oh. Our new sponsors, Greasy Crisps. Yeah, not as nice. No. We'll, ta- <laughs> we'll take anything. Uh, Queens Park Rangers. They they lost one uh, 0 at home to Hull. Uh, much was made of the goal from Chester. Obviously losing uh, his marker, Rio Ferdinand. Hmm. Uh, man marking, zonal marking, blah 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 blah. Well, he was definitely man marking him. Yeah, exactly. Which I'm glad actually that that happened because when you see on on Sky Sports and and all the rest when they they always slag off zonal marking when maybe that doesn't go to plan. They never say in a corner when it's man marking and someone loses his man and nods in. Because if you lose your man, then effectively you've got a free run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They never say, well, that's man marking. That's the, the problem. <laughs> it really is. So so I'm glad I think it was Alan Shearer um, made the point. Well, Char- um, Charlie Austin said on goals on Sunday he wasn't a big fan of zonal marking. If I was Charlie Austin, I would be endorsing zonal marking as a striker because yeah. you'd be thinking well if you don't like it then say you do like it then you can get more space <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's true, that's true. I, was, then I was thinking it might be because if it's only Mark and he's asked to come back and defend corners and he can't be bothered no maybe that's <laughs> right <laughs> um, uh, yeah shame for Austin missing the penalty it was a yeah. poor pen it was he's a good player I've seen him play a number of times um, in, in the flesh he's, he's absolute quality and, and I hope he scores a hatful this season surely he will really honest worker and he seems like a nice guy as well um, but it was a poor pen but it wasn't really a pen, so I mean, it's, it's justice, yeah. really, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, Chester was a judge to have committed a handball. Um, Bruce was fuming, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, we can't go on like this. <laughs> First game of the season, Steve. <laughs> he looked probably. Uh... You, you won the match, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, don't worry about it, mate. You know. But those are the sort of matches that keep you. I need to be picking up points, oh, out, I suppose, because it'll come to the end of the season and they'll be down again. Redknapp lost his shit as well. He was going crazy on the touchline. Oh, was he? I yeah. didn't see that so much. Yeah. He's got crazy in the news conference afterwards. Going, I oh, no, I need more players. You always need more players. <laughs> You've got forty-eight players. <laughs> he never He's said going, that, did well, he? He was basically saying, "Oh, you know, I've, all of the loan lads we had last season, they've gone." I was like, "Yeah, because they were loan players." You know, you've got <laughs> That's more what loans than are. Enough, you've got more than enough. <laughs> yeah. Where have they gone? Those, those, the those players that are retired, I can't use them anymore. <laughs> I need, I need a striker. You've got Loic Remy. Yeah. Has he in loan taken those players again? <sighs> <laughs> Exhausting. I oh, know. <laughs> Isn't Redknapp got someone? Hasn't Redknapp got a hoddle in so he doesn't even have to coach him? Basically, what's actually come down to it now? All Redknapp does on a day-to-day basis is press conferences, moaning about how he hasn't got enough players, and just puts a a shirt and tie on for the match day. Is that that all he's doing? And he unlocks the changing room for poor Hawthorne. I bet he doesn't. (laughs) All right, lads, have a good one. He works the fining system. Use your mobile phone in the uh... (laughs) air. Yeah. On the training ground, goes, so 50 yeah. grand fine, I'll in cash. Up, I'll look after it for non- you. <laughs> non-consecutive bills, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No loan there. For extra fine for you, Rio, because those notes you paid your fine with last week were not used. <laughs> they, were, they were new notes, not, no good to me. Not no good. good to me. No good. No good. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, <laughs> what, what do you think about QPR? They should never have lost that game. They had, they had enough chances. Although, Hull missed a couple. I mean, Tom Ince looked very lively, and he, he yeah. should have scored mm. after a nice move. But you, but you are absolutely right, Pete. It's, if you're a QBR fan, I'd imagine you, you after that game you'd have thought, "Oh no, not not this again <laughs> in the Premier League." Because I know it's the first game, so let's not be silly here. 
But they've, 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 I think they've got a real chance of actually staying up. They've got a fighting chance of staying up. Because mm. as, um, I think it was, again, it was Shearer said, you, you've probably got about 13 teams that could be fighting I agree. I thought, I, 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 when I was doing my prep before the start of the season, yeah. I, I counted 11. I thought I'd got a chance to be a relegator. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I think that he's, I think he's put, probably put Newcastle in that 13. I wouldn't have Newcastle. No, probably not, no. But you're right. There's, there's at least 10 or 11 that, that will, that will be perhaps fighting. In the mix up, yeah. Yeah, and so you, you widen it like that and you do look at some of QPR's play. You've got Austin up front, and you've got a few with a bit of Premier League experience. You've got Hodlin. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What more do you want? They got Hodlin because he was basically living in the back of his car in, in, <laughs> in, in Loftus Road car park. That's what it looks like, anyway. <laughs> he's seen better days, that man. Um, I've got a lot of love for Hoddle. I think he's a good guy. He looked but... good in that navy blue. Suit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, got a lot of players just try and unpick the goodwill they got from being incredibly celebrated footballers. Mm. Yeah. And, and Hoddle is definitely in that very, very uh, wide But at least bracket, he's doing it in the realm of football, though. Normally it's in yeah, the media. Yeah. At least he's not yeah, just mouthing off. Suppose. Yeah, well, he didn't have a strong World Cup, in my opinion, Glenn Hoddle. <laughs> it's camel toe finger in this chair. Oh, mm. yeah. come on, it's time to forget. It wasn't my fault, I didn't dress him. <laughs> um, well, there we are. Um, uh, West Brom 2, Sunderland 2. The game got off to a flying start, thanks to little Lee Catamol scoring mm. an absolute beauty. It was a great hit. Probably the goal of the weekend, or possibly the goal of the weekend. I can't remember who it was, but someone tweeted saying um, he basically just envisaged the ball as, as an opposition player's <laughs> ankle. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that more. <laughs> I don't know what he was playing at there. What a stri- it was one of those ones, because it happened so early in the season, Catamol's celebration was a bit like, right, come on, heads on, yeah, that's fine, as if there'll be loads more of that coming later. <laughs> <laughs> if that happened halfway or three quarters yeah. of the season, he certainly would have enjoyed it a bit more. It was, it was like as joyless as a Pez dispenser's face, just dispatched <laughs> a wonderful goal, and then just went, you've had you won't lift me head up a bit later, and you can have another one. As he's running back to the centre circle, you're like that, you're like that, oh, I'm, <laughs> there, I'm doing more of that this season. Guys. <laughs> did he have his shorts up quite as high? I didn't uh, I don't think he that. did, they yeah, yeah, were quite as high, it didn't, <laughs> didn't stand out. Like is that giving did. him more um, freedom, do you think? Possibly has, to, yeah. To whip the ball in. Yeah, yeah mm. that's, it, that's it. Don't have your shorts up too high, ladies and gentlemen. Again, though, another, another, sometimes just need, I've, I've looked themselves, they, they're so slow at the back. Mm. They, they need a little bit, um, they need reinforcements at the back and they need to start with the um, Barini situation as well. Like, it, it, yeah. They're unfortunate, though, because that needs to be penalty, wasn't a penalty. No, he, no, he it wasn't. It, was, it, was, it, it, was wasn't so a, it wasn't a shock. It was very soft. They though. just look sluggish soft, at the back for me, though. They just look sluggish at the back for me. I think they sort themselves out there. Rod, I, oh, it's Rodwell, going to be a very long season. Rodwell didn't have the best of debuts. I think he was slated in the cut of the papers mm. in, their, in their reviews, yeah. which is a shame. First game of the season, though. It's got, you've got to take a lot of this. It's his yourself. first game for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think so. I don't think he was injured at all last season, was he? I think a lot of people assumed that he might have been injured for a bit, but I don't think he was. No, he just didn't get a game. Yeah. Quite sadly. Berahino, he had a great start. To the season last time round, I'm not sure about Alan Irvine. Are you not? I, I, I like as it. a I man like, or as a coach. I like the way he looks. He looks a bit like an old type, old film star. I'm type. glad you said that because as a band, very <laughs> convincing. Yeah, um, <laughs> but he, um, yeah, I'm not sure if he's a Premier League manager. We'll see. Well, well he is literally is at the moment, but <laughs> I'm not sure if he would be a successful one. I think I think him and Poyer were both sort of echoing this, the, each other's um, points that having the um, transfer window leak into the season just casts a shadow over mm. the squad. You spend so much time sort of preparing your squad for uh, in pre-season, heading into the Premier League season, and then and then you know you, you might get your crown jewels nicked from underneath you uh, <laughs> yeah. about about a week before you yeah. know, the end of the transfer window. And it's just it, the, the whole. Um, like the whole Barini situation for me just casts a big shadow. He need, either needs to be there or not be there. That's that's the worry for me. I think uh, Sunderland need to he's he, not he, need back, to move though, on basically. He's no, no, but they don't. No, but they don't have any. Um, they don't have a lot up, up top for me. Hmm. Do you think they should 
But I know, I know exactly what you mean. Should they, should they change? Should they scrap the window, Pete? In your humble opinion, you can't they, scrap the window. Can't can't you? Sh- I th- I think, or should they change it? Should I think they, they should it move it. I think they should move it back. So M- when the start of the season happens, maybe that's even it. the first week, it, it just just move it back a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, by three weeks, I suppose. But isn't the point that it's almost universal? So different and different leagues start at different times. Well, but it isn't, though, is it? Because there's loans out, and then a lot of a lot of you, you forget what percentage of deals are loan deals nowadays, mm. and you can do them really late, and, and and different people start like Russia starts later than everywhere else, and the American season obviously as well, which is becoming bigger and bigger every year. I don't know, it's, it's a bit of a mess for me. Let's have a little review of that. But yeah. not this year, because it's already gone. Yeah. Maybe next year. <laughs> yeah. There's always next year, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to, uh, before we move on from West Brom Sunderland, um, Berahido, uh, I see, had a great start to the season last time round, and he's and he's he's done that again. And he got I, chinned by James Morrison, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> didn't he? Is that right? Of, I think there was some sort of dust-up, and he got chinned oh, by James that Morrison. Does ring a bell. Yeah. Mm. Um, he's obviously put that behind him. Yeah. <laughs> His chin. <laughs> very strange that's what Morrison tried to do um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah it would be great to see him um, have a good season because he's a good player he's a good player stay away from Morrison's punches <laughs> score more goals his second goal was particularly pleasing tantalising cross I think it was really poor fullback play <laughs> you think the, guy, the fullback gave him about 10 well, and he, yards and he punished him he still got in front and of him and he punished him exactly but a tantalising cross from Gardner lovely wasn't cross it? yeah really nice cross lovely cross one of the plays of the weekend for me um, uh, and uh, Larson with a deliciously controlled finish made it. Opened his body up, lovely. It wasn't mm. it? Yeah. It's very difficult to do that. Mm. Take it from someone who's not very good at football. That is difficult <laughs> to do. <laughs> it's not narrowing it down, though, is it? It's not a list of things that we find difficult to do. At football. <laughs> I'm tr- I find throw-ins a bit tricky myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think they should completely chuck out the foul throw law. I think as long as your feet are on the both on the ground at the same time, <laughs> do just let them do whatever they want. Yeah, it just slows the game. There's now. a bit of flares. Well, it's not as if like the Premier League um, punishes bad throw-ins because they do them all the time. Exactly, it's but terrible. they should just get rid of the rule. I mm. thought you meant I get rid of the get, get rid of everything to do with throwing, so you can like lob it with one arm. Or so you can just carry on playing even if you're over the touchline. <laughs> no, no, no. Just no kick I thought... it out from the from the chairs. <laughs> seats just in the do stand. Kickings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, no, I agreed. All agreed. <laughs> or just have a big, uh, like a five-a-side pitch, ball all the way around. Oh, just give us Never something goes like out a, play. Then yeah. you get 90 minutes of play. It's annoying, isn't it, when you see ball in play, 50 minutes or 60 yeah. minutes. I think we need to... Give like a, have we like need a, to get our money's worth. Have like a Gunnosaurus cannon, like a T-shirt cannon. Yeah. Well, when the ball goes out, it just gets yeah, sort of fired back in. Yeah, it gets fired out. Because they should also... Like speedball too. <laughs> they should also ban the law that says you get put for kicking the ball away. Because it, it, the balls are recycled so quickly, it doesn't mm. actually get an advantage for the team. Mm. The only time you should be ba- you should be booked for that yeah. is if it's like genuine descent, as in you kick it at someone, or you're slowing the, b- the game down in some way. Because the balls, the, the, a new ball comes on straight away from another part of the pitch anyway. Mm. It's an antiquated law. But I think it's the attitude towards it, though. Isn't of it? course, if you ping it at someone, or you're, mm. or you're or you're dissenting in a way that is genuine dissent, then fine. Mm. But if you just if you if you um, if you say you, you, you try and keep the ball in for a throw-in, but you don't quite manage it, yeah. you boot it away in frustration, uh-huh. you shouldn't get booked for that. No. So, so you're not... Yeah, but it's, I think it's, it's well, all in the, in the fairness of, of, of the spirit of the game, I think, yeah. more than anything else. It just shows a yeah, well, dissent. I mean, you can show dissent in many different ways, Luke Moore, as you well know. As, well, as previously at said... At Luke Moore at Twitter. <laughs> yeah, well, as previously said, perhaps this all should be reviewed next year. Yeah, yeah. I, not, I think it should be allowed, um, if someone's taking a free kick, just boot the ball away. and It just encourages quick free kicks. <laughs> yeah, like, run out, run out the wall, past the um, invisible uh, spray, as it was. Oh, what was it called? What did imaginary, imaginary, imaginary squat spray? Phantom spray. And just boot it. Just boot yeah. the ball as hard as you could. Well, like I say, next year, mm. next okay. year, we'll try and get these uh, laws forgotten. Um, uh, West Ham nil, Spurs one. Hey, yes, Eric, we're going with Dyer. That's what the okay. commentator said. Not dear <laughs> Dyer. We're the only goal. <laughs> 
um, on his Premier League debut. Nice fish, round the keeper. Lovely it was, stuff. It was so accomplished. And he did it in, in almost sort of slow motion. It was old school. I do, yeah, I do like a round the keeper finish. Yeah. But he did it quite slowly. It was if it was very much step by step. Yeah. <laughs> and then he slotted in, and he didn't know what to do. I, I mean, Spurs had a terrible old afternoon, didn't they? They, they were uh, down to <laughs> ten men. Uh, Carl Norton was sent off. Was that a sending off team? Uh, um, the thing is, it's a difficult one to because it, was it denying an obvious goal scoring opportunity? Because yeah. the guy had the opportunity, didn't he? But he had the opportunity. Well, was it deliberate? He had his arms above his head, I suppose. Was it deliberate? Mm. Yeah, I suppose it could have been. Okay, what was he stopping? Uh, was a, it a shot, shot on goal or a shot over the over shot the on target because he didn't give it because he didn't give it immediately did he he conferred did he with the, with that's alright I think so I think he did anyway. that's okay you can, you can do that yeah there's no, there's no problem with that so what, yeah. what do I don't think, have a problem with that I'm just you, saying do you think it was a sending off piece um, I think uh, they're going to appeal but I think it was a sending off I yeah. James Collins gonna... was two yellows that was sending off definitely. that was definitely a sending yeah. off um, but yeah and then Noble missed the penalty it was a poor pen it was really poor well he didn't even hit the target no if he keep one even there he wouldn't have scored no, exactly. Is that bad? No, that's absolutely right, Marcus. Well, he probably just rolled it down the middle of the yeah. game, not But I don't think Mark Noble's known for missing penalties, really, is he? Yeah. He's one, usually. He scored his previous ten. Mm, but he's referred to the West Ham fans were annoyed with that last-minute winner. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> gutted. Like, the, the, the crowd behind Sam Erdogan, I've never seen such, like, focused fury. Well, because they should never have been... Well, the thing is... It should have been nil-nil it, at gen- the end, let alone... Gen- generally speaking, the first game of the season, most sort of fans, will, you'll get a pass. It's the first game of the season. Mm. But when you have a first game of the season, which is a derby... Mm. A fiercely contested derby game. It's almost like it's the only game of the Premier League week where everyone's like, "You've got to win this." Yeah, but and the knives are out for Allardyce. But, they have been for a long time. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, well, he's not doing so many favors. He buys like players like like Valencia and stuff, and, and he starts with Carlton Call up top. Yeah. Carlton Call, true. He didn't look. If he played a million matches, he wasn't interested in my, any of them. My friend who's a West Ham fan said the problem, two problems with West Ham is they don't really create any chances, and then when they do create chances, they don't really take any chances. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that is a too big barrier. Yeah. I thought I thought Cresswell was good at uh, at fullback. I think he's uh, he's going to have a good season. Well, he was a stand he was a standout fullback in the championship last season. Yeah, yeah. And he seems to have hit the ground running straight away. I mean, yeah, the, the fans yeah. were were that furious. I mean, one fan ran onto the pitch and took a free kick on the edge of the box. It's actually quite a good effort. Did you see that? It, it cleared the ball. It was, it was looping. I think the keeper had, had it every every inch of the Who had the free way. kick? Uh, Ericsson. Oh, so it was a Spurs free kick? Yeah. Mm. I thought if it was a West Ham free kick, like, well, bloody do it ourselves. I, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I don't think Ericsson's free kick following that was on target. I think the yeah. fans' free kick was genuinely, like, statistically better than Ericsson's. Again, look, fans, you know, don't run on the pitch and blah, blah, blah. You blah, say blah. it was a looper, but it was, but he didn't have any studs on. I think he was wearing a pair of red Converse. We don't yeah, want the, the He's not feet. been training all week for it. Yeah, no. but also... The pitch is watered, remember? Yeah. That. But the wall didn't jump either, so... But sometimes the know. wall didn't jump. They, they're instructed to stay still, weren't they? <laughs> Yeah. So, for can we talk about Pochettino's um, face? It's got yeah. big. Is it big? <laughs> he looks. He looks like nice guy Eddie in uh, Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> he's learned English and English food. Is he speaking English now? He's speaking English now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's patronising the Southampton, isn't it? Well, well I'm a big club now. I better speak English. <laughs> I'm in London now. What well, do you not think it's just the longevity of how he's been here? We've just no, been here for I, a longer period no, of time. He's been no. learning most of his English in the Greasy Spoon. No, the he, could, he could speak <laughs> English the whole time he's at Southampton. Oh, was that chose, right? He just chose mm. not to. He spoke English on the training ground. He chose not to do the press. Oh, bad guy, Cheeky. Eddie. Cheeky, jiggy. Naughty guy, Eddie. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Ericsson and Lamella looked a bit poor, didn't they? Mm. Lamella's apparently had quite a positive pre-season as well. So. Yeah, that's what I heard, but uh, not a positive... Clearly means nothing. <laughs> it's the first game of the season, we'll see what happens. Nah. All right, it's fine. Let's not b- bother him to ramble. Yeah. Let's turn it off. <laughs> uh, 
Fir- oh no, we did now. our first one. That's that's that was our one last yeah, season. We've had our one. Yeah. Okay. Well, the sounds a bit poor. It's the first round of the season. Yeah, yeah first round of the season. Come on, gun stereo. Six to eight rounds to get into a match fitness. <laughs> Jim's band. He comes back. <laughs> the Suarez of the ramble. Yeah. Um, uh, Arsenal. They beat Crystal Palace two one. Tony Pulis. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Mental. Manager of the season. Crazy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Last year, obviously. And another fine performance from Callum Chambers at the centre-back. It was, he did Utterly well. Because all got some spray in the face, didn't he? He did. From referee John Moss. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hangeland gave Palace the lead. Um, oh, yeah, Pulis. Oh, it's, it's a real gutting one, but you could imagine him and, uh, and, and the board... Just Steve Parrish. Steve Parrish, that's Apparently the they've never really got on anyway. Mm. Is that right? It was more of a maybe, sort of... maybe he'll be in the frame for the Palace job. Everyone's in the frame for it. Yeah, that would be funny, wouldn't it? Well, he came back in with like a fake (laughs) moustache. Interview for an interview. No, it's Pulai. Antonio Pulai. Antonio. I only play the three-five-two formation. Antonio Pulai. Bonjour. It's not more Italian, would it not be? But he'd he give himself away by still insisting on wearing a baseball cap. <laughs> yeah, that'd be it. That'd be it. Um, Malky Mackay, Steve Clark, they were in the running for it. I assume from Megson was. But Sherwood's in there. Uh, Tim well. Sherwood. <laughs> Would you like Megson to get. <laughs> no! Would you rather have Sherwood or Wee Malky? You'd have Wee Malky, wouldn't you? Um, I don't know. I find Sherwood quite entertaining in a weird way. Yeah, but you're, not, you're clearly not a Crystal Palace fan, then, are you? No. That's I true. Mean, I do like Palace, though. I think they, I think they deserve better than Mackay, to be quite frank. But, yeah. but they shouldn't have fired Pulis then. No, I know. Well, I, I'm not d- sure I don't think Sherwood's as bad as people say. 
I've I realised, having said that, when, now we, we, I will get a lot of tweets we, if he gets that job in a few months' we've time. Not got a lot, we've got, not got a lot else to go on apart from the things that come up his mouth. Exactly. And things happen on the field. What else can we go on? The blind spot because remember me, though, him from the from the nineties. Yeah. yeah, the blind spot for me though is that I don't think I think of him as actually a proper manager in my head. Well, mm-hmm. sure, he, just, he took over as a caretaker basis yeah. and then signed the contract, mm-hmm. which we knew wasn't going to be fulfilled. And so he doesn't really seem like a serious manager. Whereas Mackay has actually got a team promoted to the Premier League yeah. and through other circumstances mm-hmm. was, was relieved of his job. So he probably does deserve it. Yeah, more. fair enough. No, I, I, yeah, okay. So on the basis of that, you probably have Mackay. I'd like to see Sherwood actually get a proper uh, get a job. But I don't think he should get a job straight in the Premier League. Not in the Premier League. No, I'd like to, a Championship club to have a go on Sherwood. Go on him. <laughs> if, 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 you know, if you pardon the expression, yeah. of course. Um, and and get him in there and to earn his stripes a bit more <laughs> because it, it was a little bit. Part projects with the way to go over Spurs. Was it not the fact that when he was offered the West Brom job, he didn't get it because he was asking for those sorts of outrageous demands about staffing levels and stuff? Who does he think he is? Yeah, no, I think he'd be really lucky to get a Premier League job. I think it would benefit Sherwood a lot if he went down into the into the Mm. FL seventy two, yeah, and got a job there. Mm. But uh, we shall certainly see. But he seems to be the favourite. But you can imagine him and Steve Parrish nattering away. Yeah, well, I think the reason, part of the reason that um, <laughs> part of the reason that Parrish didn't and Pulis didn't get on, I think, was that Pulis loves to spend an awful lot of money, doesn't he? Mm. And uh, there was obviously disagreements between signs and stuff. Although Parrish has come out and said that isn't true. Parrish said, "Oh, my job, I always saw my job as just going out and getting the players Tony wanted." Mm. In which case, he should explain why he left then. Yeah, because you've either not done that or you're not telling the truth. Yeah, but as I say, when Pulis came in, it was very much we've got to stay in the league. Mm. Now that they're in the league, it's it's a different game. Mm. You, you're starting the season, you're thinking, well, okay, what can we? Yes, of course, I would imagine. No disrespect to Palace, their objective is to stay up again. Mm. But it's a, more of a clean slate. Mm. So when Pulis comes in, you, you've almost got to say, right, you, well, you're the man, how can we do this? Let's go. Whereas if Pulis uh, starts this season and starts saying, well, I want this and I want that, and Paris is thinking, well, I want to think a little bit more, not, maybe not longer term, but he's, it, it's a different mindset. But it goes back to the whole debate of, of uh, should you have a sporting director or just, just pander to the manager? Because hmm. if they sign a load of Pulis players and then Pulis gets sacked or he gets an offered another job and he moves on, then another manager comes in, he doesn't want those players. Hmm. But if you have a sporting director, they're not used to it so much in this country, Pulis is thinking, well, I want that player and I want that man, and the sporting director is going, no, we want to. Yeah. Like, this is a clash, so... I know what you mean. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. I, so, I did say before Pulis took the Palace job that they should get him in and then get rid of him when he keeps them up. Well, that's what and, they've done. They, but I don't know if they have done that. I don't know if Pulis has actually left instead, but always mutual consent or whatever. Mm. Um, but... They, it, it, a few days before the start of the yeah, but I, Yeah, exactly. It's a weird time, and I always think you can't really judge the decision to get rid of a manager or a manager to leave until you see the full picture, which is who he comes in to replace him. Because if I get someone really good in, and, he, and he's really successful. Look, the classic example of that is the Nigel Adkins, Pochettino, Southampton thing. Mm. Everyone was slating Southampton for getting rid of Adkins. Mm. But it's not the full picture, is it? Because they get Pochettino in, he's really successful, and everyone looks a bit silly for kicking off. Yeah. Because it's not always a bad thing to sack a manager. It just, it just seems fashionable to say that it is. But again, it's, it, it's not just the... Um at the point of the um, Premier League season, it's also at the point of the transfer window as well, to a certain extent. So he's going to be coming in. Whoever comes in is going to be working with Pulis's players, and um, he's not going to be able to put his own stamp on it. And he'll ha- almost have like a get-out clause, and sort of saying, "Well, it's not my team until the transfer this window opens again, and I get backed." Yeah, yeah. I'd, uh, Brian McDermott, big br- big Bry. Yeah, we'd all like that. Big Heston. <laughs> we'd like that, wouldn't we? Yeah, I think it'd be fine. Yeah, give him, I quite a, like give him a good day. I quite like Brian <laughs> for a change. <laughs> Crying out loud. But yeah, Arsenal won 2 1. <laughs> just about, though. Just mm. about. And Punchin was sent off, was he not? Yeah, he was. Mm. He'd have been a lot of people's fantasy team picks, actually. Do you think? I think he would have done, yeah, because he got quite a few points last season. Did he? Mm. We got a Ramble Fantasy Football League. Yeah, we'll talk about that at the end, though. Yeah, yeah, why not? 
Why not? I've jumped the gun there. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool, they were 1-2-1 as well. Great work from Henderson to set What a Sterling. pass. Pass of the weekend, that. It was yeah. great, wasn't it? Really nice. But it was classic Henderson in the way he, he won the ball. Pretty firm challenge. And, um, yeah, I'm going to say, the, and the, the assist as well. Yeah. Can you say it's classic about a guy who's in his probably early 20s? Or so? <laughs> I, hope, I hope that's what he, if he, that's what he comes to be known for, then good luck to him. Because yeah. he's have a brilliant career. The, the ball was so good. Sterling... Went to take a touch and he was no, no this is to. this is absolutely yeah. fine. Oh, I just need to do that. Have you also noticed Little touch into the corner since between the World Cup and the start of the season? Raheem Sterling now looks and moves exactly like Little Richard, <laughs> exactly the same haircut as Little Richard. <laughs> and someone once said he runs like he's drying his nails. Yeah, I like that, much, which he is. He yeah, runs like that, yeah, yeah, and he's, uh, he's just a very glamorous player. Oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, he is. Mm. He's got a flourish on him. He's sort of half. Little Richard half Danny Brown. What about old uh, <laughs> Klein, the Southampton fullback? Played well. He, he looks quite mm, good. Finish. I don't think Liverpool. Played, what a finish! I don't think Liverpool played that well. I thought Southampton put some lovely moves together. Klein's goal was superb. It was great finish. The, yeah. the, um, Tadic's assist, but the way, like the young lad, mm. a young fullback in front of the goal with the cop behind him to smash it in the top corner was mm. wonderful mm. to see. I think this weekend, this opening uh, weekend of the season has kind of been. Uh, it's been like individual defensive performances being good and individual defensive performances being very bad indeed. So it's kind of like a nice mix. Whereas last How's your performance season, been this week, Pete? It's uh, passable, I think. You okay, know. Yeah. I'm coming in at you in mono, which yeah. is a bonus. Yeah. So the file size will be manageable for yeah. a, a 3G or 4G connection. You've had a solid start then, exactly. after, after so, yeah. a, a poor first week. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's all know. about the, the little victories. I thought Sarantz put some nice moves together, I, I, should, I should say. And, and, I, and it's one of those things where... Again, I thought Sarantz were much better than I thought they were going to be, and mm. Liverpool didn't seem to be that uh, on it. But it's great to see Lambert get his debut for his yeah. rugby supported since he was a kid, and, and of course. Robbie Keane aside, that is genuinely true. <laughs> uh, so I'm sure it was an emotional afternoon for him. Schneiderlin nearly scored towards the end. Mignolet yeah, touched it onto the bar. It was a fantastic Good save. save. Yeah. Shane Long probably should have done better uh, yeah. with the follow-up. But uh, yeah, I mean, I th- it's one of those ones, Liverpool... Just probably pleased to get three points, get that tricky one out of the way. Talking of stand-up players, Wal Prowse was excellent as well. Yeah, Played I did tell well. him yeah. there last Good week. Good player, yeah. Um, put him in my fantasy team. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, good win for Liverpool. Um, they've been linked with Falcao, but I don't think that's too realistic. I think Falcao's prefer. Falcao says he wants to go to Real Madrid. Well, I bet he does. Yeah. Have, you seen, <laughs> have you seen who they've got? Though, yeah, pal? that is a problem there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, they have a disgustingly good side. Yeah. Real Madrid. Uh, Falcao Fal- could go to Liverpool when they're a Champions League club they're a big, yeah. big club well, uh, and, oh, and, absolutely. And, and, and they've got space for him and yeah. you know they could build a team around him and you know he could re- replace Suarez it's just, it's just one of those things where they've not they've spent a lot of money but they've probably only spent maybe 20 million over what they got for Suarez so mm. it's um, I don't think they have spent that no, have they? No. yeah I don't think so they've okay. got an awful lot of money for Suarez okay. my point was about Falcao I'm, oh no doubt he could go there and everyone would have a lovely old time yeah. but I'm just not sure with hearing the rumours and, and hearing, there's talk of a loan move, isn't there? It's oh, talking about a loan move. Yeah, I think I'd, so. I'd bloody hell, I'd love Falcao yeah. to come to the Premier League. I think yeah. it'd be fantastic. Yeah. What a replacement for Suarez. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see on on that one. Um, uh, any more for any more in the Premier League? Ah, no. Have we missed out some? Poor old Newcastle. They lost. Yeah, City. I thought they played well. Good win for Villa. It was good. Right. Villa had a great win. Yeah, they did have a good win. Yeah, the same uh, as they did last season. Well, well, they brought back Hutton and, and Jogby, didn't they? Which is really weird. Like, because they've just they, and Jogby was injured for most of the season. Same with uh, Hutton, and they just need to get to the end of the transfer window without losing Vlar, I think, because he's just talk about United, isn't it? Yeah. But I think that might be a lazy Van Howling link. Van mm, Gaal link. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Roy Keane effect, people. Mm. That's it. The Roy Keane effect. The Roy Keane effect. I'd like to go down to League Two if that's okay. 
Yes. Are we all right with that? I'm well up um, with that. Luton Town, they're, they're uh, back in the Football League. They, uh, I think they won last week, but they lost uh, at home to AFC Wimbledon. It was th- their first home ret- uh, match in the return to the Football League. Lovely goal from Matt Tubbs. It was. I love three that name, three Matt Tubbs. Three and three, he's got the start of the season. Doesn't sound like a footballer. No, it doesn't. I th- I th- him and Akin Fenway will be good up front this season. Oh, Akin Fenway. He was getting a, giving a bit of argy-bargy, but then he knows no other way. So the, the, <laughs> the big man. The guy who genuinely is fat, who plays for Luton. Mm. I forget his name. Is oh, he, Steve, yeah, he Steve was, McNulty, is it? They were both having a bit of... Uh... Yeah, there's a proper ding-dong between them two. Yeah. The referee was brave yeah. to get in the middle of it, <laughs> I think. It was a good win for AFC Wimbledon. I'd love AFC Wimbledon to kick on. I think a lot of people would. John but Still's I... done a great job to get Luton back into the, oh, to the my football goodness, league. He yeah. did a brilliant job at Dagenham and Redbridge before that as well. He's he, yeah, he he really is quite. He's something. actually quite good in the football league show as well. He's really I interesting. See, I watched that, to, yeah, to, to listen to. He's uh, sort of called there it. Was there was like two, wasn't there like three people on the panelists that time? No, two, 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 mate. But there's only just you, one. Rossinho and still. I was, in, I, was yeah. I was, uh, I was including the host of the program. Oh yeah, Manish, yeah, Manish. yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, do you see the uh, league cup uh, results? Uh, FC Wimbledon against MK um, Dons. That was. Uh, what was the kind score? of going? They, um, I think it's three 0 in the end. Okay, yeah, right. that's right. Because they, they were um, not; they were refusing to eat or drink anything in the uh, in the MK Dons stadium. Uh, they were eating. What, they're on hunger strike. No, well, they, they, they went to the IKEA next door, so they set up like I think the IKEA set up like a Get stall and Swedish, stuff. Swedish meatballs. Yes, yeah, so yeah. they were all eating the Swedish meatballs and then heading over. And they, they refused to spend any money <laughs> inside the MK Dons ground, which I thought was a nice touch. Hmm. They still got hammered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So well, that was in the League Cup, was it? Still got bummed in the gob. <laughs> what? A, oh we, had a, we had a six all there. Yeah, the League Cup, ridiculous. <laughs> He's Let's right. not move on from League Two before we well, talk about the Super Portsmouth. No, well, was, I was no. going to bring it back. Okay. Pete took it to League the League yeah. Cup, six and I thought, all, well, okay. what? six all. Oh, Portsmouth win two one. Pathetic. That'll come on in a minute. Different section. Expect the running all the dancing. Embarrassment. Okay, Dagenham Rovers six, Brentford six. No, Portsmouth two. That wasn't in the running order. You can't. I'm I'm injecting. Here's the running order right here. What does that say, tough guy? That's not in my running order. Yeah. Oh, I don't give you the proper one. I don't <laughs> trust, I don't trust you with that. Straight on to the Scottish Championship. Oh, the real I, meat don't potato start. stuff. You're unbelievable, you are. <laughs> the running order you get is the running order that Marcus feels you can handle. <laughs> It's, it's the running order the world deserves. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the um, running orders will be full. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Portsmouth 2, Cambridge United 1. Newly promoted Cambridge. They weren't good enough against the mighty Pompey. No, Portsmouth 1-0 up and they had a man sent off. Yeah, um, didn't matter. Then, then after they had a man sent off, they went 2-0 up. Exactly. And then they conceded straight away. And then Cambridge United hit the bar twice, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but Portsmouth saw it out. Do you Six, think Portsmouth... 16,000. In, in League Two, two. 16,000. It, it genuinely is fantastic. Mm. That club have been through the bloody mill. Yeah. So indeed. that really is great to see that amount of fans. Yeah, so Portsmouth were undefeated now. Two wins, uh, one in the league, one in the cup. They beat Peterborough, who are a division above them, yeah. and they drew extra away on the first of the season, so they started well. They have yeah. started very well. Mm. be great. Do you think they can... Mm. They're favourites for the league. I, I think they'll do better than they did last season. They're favourites for the league, are they? Yeah, they are, yeah. All right. I think they'll do better than they did last season. I think playoffs is definitely realistic. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay. Well, we'll have a trip to Wembley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i had quite a few of my time, back when Pompey were cheating. Well, yeah. I think... <laughs> Well, I think the most important thing is if they can maintain that level of attendance, that's yeah. probably more important than the league position, to be honest. That is so weird. It's, all, it? it's all important. It's all important. <laughs> right. Mm. Um, while we're in the Just FL... Quickly oh. before, sorry, before you move on, Portsmouth also raised 250000 for more fan donations mm. um, to replace and get some new academy pitches. Are they fan-owned now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, no one else would probably take it. Oh, very good. Oh. Lols. No, that really is yeah, it's great. marvellous stuff. Uh, while we're in the FL 72... Or the Football League, as everyone else calls it. Uh, Patrick Clivert's agent, he's said that uh, he's confirmed that uh, Mr. Clivert would like the Huddersfield Town job. 
There's a sentence for you. That's mm. an interesting one, isn't it? This yeah. is another Barnet, isn't it, really? Yeah. Oh, no, they're much better off than Barnet. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not going to play. He's not a good He probably could play. Yeah. Have you what, seen the think? state of him? No, not... <laughs> he couldn't play when he was 33. Have you seen the guy who plays for Luton? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's target man and there's target men. When <laughs> he, you literally need to hit him with the ball. I'm telling you now, if Clive played, started playing for Huddersfield Town now, yeah. between now and the end of the season, he would get 10 goals. Ten! <laughs> Pens. Rubbish. Pens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. We'll never know. No. Or will we? Stay tuned. <laughs> um, uh, yes, where are we going? Oh, and before the League Cup. See, he jumped across two sections. He lets there, this be on the curtain all the time. He thinks he's <laughs> Rod Stewart. <laughs> Stop quoting BBC Two sitcoms. Luke Moore. I've got nothing else. <laughs> you know, if you're going to let's something... go to South America. <laughs> Moving his head. Um, uh, <laughs> in the conference, Barnet. They not, lost... Not technically the Football League. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry about that. Is it, is it called the Vanarama Conference now? <laughs> I think it might I be. It's every... I, I swear they change sponsors mid-season. Well, that's confusing. Just, it's the conference. Yeah. yeah. All right. yeah. Um, the Vauxhall Conference. Mm. That's how we all remember it, <laughs> fondly. Um, yeah. Uh, Barnet won, Lincoln City 2. Now, the Lincoln City team bus didn't turn up to take them to Barnet's ground, which is a fair old way. Yeah. A few hours. So the players and coaches, they made their own way there. Okay. But this meant that the tactics board was left behind. So manager Gary Simpson had to use, had to use... Jelly de- babies. He, I saw it. He decided yeah. to use jelly babies to market his team's formation. It was on the top of a kit locker. Did they push the kit locker I think they might have done, yeah. I saw the photo yeah, of it, yeah. Jelly babies, Pete. That's wow. the team talk for you. Well, I'd, I'd like to identify myself as a jelly baby. It'd be nice. I'd be slightly translucent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chubby. Have your head bitten Joyful. Off? I'm head bitten off, <laughs> yeah. occasionally. There we go, see. Um, uh, so, I love that. That's the sort of thing that, because it's football, people are really superstitious. Now he'll do that every single game because they won. They won, didn't they? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Uh, the League Cup, there was a six-all, Pete, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. Hey? I, 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 not, not the Ronada. So. Uh, <laughs> Dagenham and Redbridge. They, <laughs> Daggers versus the Bees. They, it was six-all. Brentford won 4-2 on pens. It was four-all at the end of 90 minutes. With the daggers equalising in injury time. So four goals in extra time. Don't that's match of the century. None of that 1970 nonsense mm. between Italy and West Germany mm. in the Aztec. That's the one. And I think Brentford <laughs> play Fulham in the next round, which is a West London derby. They do indeed. Felix McGat doesn't know what it takes to win a game. <laughs> He's all over the place. <laughs> that's well, a buy for Brentford. It is. He's isn't still insistent that he, you know, he wants a youthful team. Not <laughs> Yeah. He's not that youthful, Felix. Don't he's raiding the schools, not even <laughs> the flipping, not the academy. Does he know that it's three points for a win? <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it's like Tahiti or whatever. You get, <laughs> yeah, we'll get the point for the loss, do we not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll be there or thereabouts come come May. Fielding stem cells. There you go. Get them. <laughs> He said he was a jelly baby. He's going to the hospital. Cells. Is, that, is that a newborn? <laughs> right. That Lit- Forget your jelly babies, literal babies. <laughs> Building actual twinkles in parents, would be parents' eyes. <laughs> at the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, let's... Building at fullback, the very suggestion of a drunken one might stand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go to the Scottish Championship. We all want to go there because the hearts, they beat him 2 1. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies, talk about the starts of the season. Away to Rangers, 2 1 of the magnificent boys of Gorgie. Home to Hibs, 2 1 again. Was there a missed penalty in that game as there well? There was a missed penalty. Craig. 
yeah. wee Craigie. <laughs> he missed the penalty. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholson scored a great one. Did you see the nutmeg? Nutmeg in off the post. J- don't look at me as if you haven't watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it on. Um, I've got it on Sky Plus. I want to give it the attention it deserves. Yeah, the whole game. Um, yeah. Not enough time. <laughs> I'll tell you something. There was two sendings <laughs> off, including so the hero last week got, gave uh, gave somebody an elbow. Um, L. Alajui scored a nice one for uh, for Hibs. Flicked it over the player and then scored. I mean, just a consolation. Mm. That's all you'll get at Tynecastle. I mean, <laughs> you score it, but most likely to be a consolation. He's got, what, what is this? Did you he s- must be <laughs> looking around going, what is this? Did you see that, um, I think I'm right in saying this. <laughs> I cannot believe my luck. I think I'm right in saying this, but forgive me if I get this wrong, but I think Rangers ladies beat Falkirk ladies 22-0. Yeah, they weekend. did, yeah. And there were six hat-tricks. Yeah, I believe so. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Pretty full on, that. Yeah, well, the Rangers, they beat Falkirk. 2-0 away. Um, but, you know, it's not Rangers or Hearts that are top of the Scottish Championship. And th- this is why it's so exciting. Queen of the South and Wraith Rovers are up there. Yeah. I mean... Haven't you got a Craigie Brown update? Have I? Have you got a Craigie Brown update? You, <laughs> not... you told me to ask you this. Did you? Come on. You're, nah. a, you're a man hewn from Craigie Brown update. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not an update. This is from yesteryear. Okay, right. This is... I was on... Okay, you've learnt a new story about Craigie Brown. I was chatting... I was, good. I was chatting to, to some, some friends of mine from from Bonnie Edinburgh yeah. about Scottish independence all sorts of manner of, of things but of course the, the conversation it, was Craig Brown inevitably, the in the room <laughs> inevitably migrated to Craig Brown because I was saying you know all, all the favourite quotes and he said he remembered one my mate when they went away uh, he couldn't quite remember where it was it could have been one of the Scandinavian who countries. was Brown manager Scotland yeah Scotland yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, and, uh, and <laughs> they went away, and they got beaten 3-0, I think it was. And they came back and they were interviewing, and because I think the point was, he said that, oh, you know, Craig Brown, or Papa Brown, as they often call Papa Bruden, yeah. um, he was the last Scotland manager to take them to a tournament. Yeah. And actually, as, as, as silly and funny as he is, that actually there is a little bit of weird respect there. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the reasons for, they sort of said, you know, Craig, 3-0, not very good result, da-da-da. And he said, well, actually, we won 5-2 on the corner count. And that's what we were practising and training. <laughs> <laughs> well, you pra- perhaps practice putting practice a ball in the net. goals, then. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what I love about what I love about that is, it's it's not practising corners. It's no. practising winning, winning corners. Yeah, like in the same bit. <laughs> How do you practise winning a corner? Kicking the ball up people's legs. <laughs> Shitting we it. murdered them <laughs> on that. <laughs> oh, that's great, Craig, because we wondered what the bloody hell was going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the guy, it's 1-0, the Scottish player went in on goal, just purposely banging it off a defender's leg to get a corner. <laughs> Did I do well, boss? <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was at, yeah, remember, he was at Tyne Castle on the weekend, and uh, this <laughs> this woman stood up and gave a vicious rant, effing and seeing and all the rest of it, yeah. and she sat down, and this bloke, a few seats down from her, turned to his son and went, you see that son? That's the woman I wish her mother was. <laughs> <laughs> to the passion. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness! I thought you had one more Scottish story. Oh come on, it come on. too much. Come on, no, it isn't. Oh, Let's t- make it a top three. All right, sorry, ladies and gentlemen. And this was a story from the other, yes, very much from yesteryear when Gary Locke was playing at fullback for Hearts, and Brian <laughs> <laughs> Brian Lowdrop had the ball for ages, bringing it forward. And Locke, he was caught between two men. He he, he wanted to because obviously Lowdrop's got the ball. Yeah. Alarm bells are ringing in yeah. any Scottish fullback <laughs> when that happens. And uh, he, he went to go to take him, to, to, to go and make a challenge, but then he thought, oh no, I've still got a man to mark. So he kind of went back. And then he went, oh no, but it's Lowdrop. And he's gone forward, and then he's gone back. And he's gone in between these two players. 
<laughs> this lad in the crowd, and this is a quote, um, it just stood up, he couldn't take it anymore. For fuck's sake, Lock! You're a man caught between two bus stops! <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Speller's Scottish I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get Walter Smith involved next week. <laughs> I'm sorry. We really must move on. Yeah. Sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> in the Scottish Premiership, Celtic... They beat, More Scottish they, stuff. Well, they beat Dundee United 6-1. I mean, after <laughs> after zooming to the top of the league um, <laughs> last week, Dundee United, yeah, they've dropped down to fourth, so there we are. Legia Warsaw's appeal has been turned down so Celtic can proceed in the chairman, in the Champions League mm-hmm. um, against... Uh, I America. think we all knew that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the last thing to say on the Scottish Premiership, uh, Inverness, they're the team to beat because they're sitting top of the table with seven points. Hmm. So it's not the Celts at the moment. No. Uh, yeah, what, what else have we got? Let's go... Oh, Netherlands, quickly. PSV Eindhoven fans are very angry. Wi-Fi's been introduced to the team I stadium. I saw that, yeah. yeah so they they, a, didn't the protest say, fuck Wi-Fi, support the team or something? Yeah, you can yeah. do both. It's a bit of a thing to get annoyed about. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yes, let's get away from Europe. Let's go to South America. Let's go to Peru. The Copa Peru is well underway. I know we all know this. Mm. Um, the competition is a series of league tournaments that give the winner and the runner-up promotion to Peru's top two divisions. The lower leagues in Peru, they look a little bit different to that of most of Europe, of course. Um, this was very much evident from a story that, uh, that, that came out last weekend. In a match between two lowly provincial sides, play was interrupted by cows running onto the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely scenes. Yeah. Lovely scenes. The length of the grass was something to behold as well. Yeah. Um, so do it's check why the cows out. came on. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> get, get, get them involved. Well, get it, stamp the grass down a bit. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd do them a favour. Well, well, I, really, I should really think about moving stadium. <clears throat> why is Why is your star striker on on the treatment table? He's got cowpox. <laughs> oh, Pat Bonner. <laughs> What? Pat, cow Pat. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Mine wasn't a pun. Mine was just a genuine... Cowpox. The first oh, time I wrote cowpox on the show. Okay. The, the precursor to smallpox. Mm. Oh, Sarah Nelms, I think, was the milkmaid who... Uh, uh, got provide, that provided the saws for uh, I can't remember who um, yeah, ino- yeah. started inoculation. Okay. Who created inoculation? Smallpox would have smallpox probably would have eradicated the entire human race if it wasn't combated successfully. Yeah. But a terrible thought. Well, and that Peruvian game pasta, wouldn't have finished if it, the, the cows weren't rounded up by the dogs and the men. Is that what happened? They had to come on round <laughs> yeah, them off. Yeah, they had to round them yeah. up. Yeah. How else are you going to get a load of cows off the pitch, eh? No. Ask well. them. Yeah. No, no, they don't speak English or Spanish. <laughs> um, uh, in the Copa Libertadores, San Lorenzo of Argentina won the competition for the first time in their 106-year uh, history. Wow. Try to say that too quickly. Uh, yeah, they beat Paraguay inside uh, Nacional 2-1 in the final. That was fantastic for San Lorenzo. They've got great fans. Many, many of you might have seen that YouTube clip of them all singing and dancing, singing, Ooh, San Lorenzo. It's worth, uh, worth having a look at that. the Pope a fan of San Lorenzo? He is. Pope Francis is a fan, a club member. Club member, no less. Yeah, well, you see. A bit of divine chuffed. intervention. Yeah, it must have been. Um, must have well with the big man. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Um, and before we go to uh, Pete's Mystery Voice game, let's see what's going on in the FIFA house. They are about to get sued, ladies and gentlemen. A Colombian lawyer is planning on suing FIFA for £800 million over moral damages caused by refereeing at the 2000. You know when you always hear these big, these big um, law cases, these big libel cases? Yeah. When the person who brings the, the libel writ against the person, is, is the amount they claim just completely arbitrary? It's just a bit of a giggle, isn't it? They just pick up whatever they want. <laughs> do, they think, do they think, oh, if we go really high, yeah. maybe I'll get like a lower amount? It's clearly not under advisement. Because like, no. you just sound ridiculous if you go for 800 million bazillion <laughs> yeah. pounds. Well, I mean, it, it is 
over moral damages caused by refereeing. Um, Aurelio Jimenez, Colombian, who's 74 years old, he couldn't take the poor refereeing decisions in the game between Brazil and his beloved Colombia, which caused him great distress, resulting in a trip to hospital. <laughs> So, uh, I think I, did see, I mean, I have to say, some of those references were very poor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enough to sue. I mean, as much as I dislike FIFA. Yeah, was that an £800 million decision, though? £800 probably. million pounds is probably what FIFA spend on their lawyering yearly <laughs> anyway. On toothpicks. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on flowers. Um, I mean, Jimenez said if he won the case, the money would go to the government organisation um, that helps improve the welfare of Colombian children. So let's hope he wins. Well, that's noble. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. noble. His yeah. fictional money will yeah. go to <laughs> help some, some real children. Yeah, I've yeah. given 300 mi- Where's the extra 500 million gone there? Is that a step in the back of your car? <laughs> Is that the sunset you're both driving off into? (laughs) Uh, There we are. Now it's time for Pete's Mystery Voice Game. It is. Pete's Mystery Voice Game returns. This time around, we've got a a specific special email address you can get involved with. Oh, uh, lovely. So no no worries about using our usual email address. It's very exciting. read out the results of last week's? Yes, I am. Uh, I'm glad you said that, Luke, (laughs) because did not uh, print it out. Took 15 minutes to get the... uh, collate the answers. Do so, uh, not do this. A few um, people got the right answer. So, I didn't. No. So, here is last week's uh, mystery voice. Of course, it had to be here. Uh, looks to be a great evening. It's a, I, I think it's, uh, the weather's great. Pitch looks great. I'm, I'm certainly the atmosphere will be great. Um, and I'm looking forward to a great result as well. Congratulations too, and I can't believe this many people got it, quite mm. frankly. Uh, Stephen Martin, Adam Perdue, John Branahan, uh, Lee Applegate, Ant Henderson, Mark Bailey, Gordon Combe, uh, Mike Kennedy, Chris Wright, David Hall and Rob Hansen. Gordon uh, Combe, isn't it Gordon Combe? I don't know. Well, you're Gordon, Gordon Combe, Combe. in your collating. I congratulate you, Gordon, on having an excellent name. Mm. Uh, you correctly guessed <laughs> Sean Gorter. Sean yeah. the Goat. Sean Hang on, if, if Gordon Combe is on a walkie-talkie, he'll have to say, Gordon Combe over. <laughs> You're ruining this, Marcus. Sorry. And it's on, we're only in the second week. This this uh, mystery voice competition was supposed to run and run, but I didn't realise how popular Sean Gorton was. Got to make it harder. Got to make it harder. harder. Uh, some choice wrong answers uh, comes from uh, Matt Evans. Look at him laughing at his own joke. I'm not Matt, laughing at that. Matt Evans uh, went for Dion Dublin. Yeah. Madness. Complete madness. Uh, David Hogg. Uh, Henrik Larson. Yeah, again poor. Again poor. Yeah. A lot of guesses for Dwight York. Yeah, fair enough. Brad Friedel. No. no. Sean no. Goat is... Um, well, at least you've got the right sort of ballpark continent. Yeah. He's from Bermuda. Yeah. yeah. Paul Maguire thought it was Jürgen Klinsmann. <laughs> and <laughs> Andrew Andrew Barry thought it was Ronald DeBoer. Yeah. Ronald DeBoer. Anyway, DeBoer. Sean Goat, good day. <coughs> I said to you, Pete, you've got to make this harder because we've got some very knowledgeable listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Much more knowledgeable than us. Perverts. Right. Uh, here is uh, this week's mystery voice. I was like, 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 I was Dan had dat voor mezelf beter geweest. Ook in de keuzes die ik uh, gemaakt heb tijdens mijn carrière. En uh, de keuzes na je carrière. Pick that one out, you oh. twat. <laughs> that is fiendishly hard. Fiendishly hard. Very not, good. Not as hard as you'd think, I don't think. But uh, we, we will see, won't we? We will bloody see. Yeah, we will. Uh, and so, if you'd like to get involved, the uh, email address is voice at the footballramble.com. So I, hope we don't get, I hope we don't take someone on as part of the company called Voice. <laughs> called Voice wanting to be on the Voice, voice <laughs> on the BBC. Yeah. Email admin. Uh, so if you'd like to get involved, yeah, it's uh, voice at thefootballramble.com. Who was that mystery voice? Oh, I for mm. one don't know. No, 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 indeed. Now it's time for your highlights of the football week with Luke Moore. 
Hi guys. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I just asked people again for their <laughs> highlights of the week, and I hope people are going to get the idea of how this works every week, and not I mean not have to send out the tweet. Um, <laughs> just just keep sending your thoughts through to mm. us on a consistent basis. Always through looking Twitter to shed admin on the Facebook. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so this week, what do we got here? Uh, Mark Magnuson on Facebook. So I hugely enjoyed David Pleat's radio commentary of the Newcastle Man City match. Oh, yeah. He was doing his best Joe Kinnear impression. I think you'll find David Pleat was getting names wrong way before Joe <laughs> Kinnear. Um, uh, we had talk of Fabrizio Colacino, uh, <laughs> Dale Cliche, Paul Dromit. <laughs> Paul Dromit, I think Steve Brule. Yeah. Christina uh, Hunks. Sergio Aguera, uh, Manuel <laughs> Pellettini, and Sammy Nasray. <laughs> I mean, that's almost a full team. That's yeah. a good spine, that is. The funny thing is he's, he's pronouncing some of those foreign names in a, in a, with a bit of foreign flair. But there's no need. It's just it's Nasri. <laughs> Nasri. I mean, Colacino's been in the, ge- in the British game for about five years now. Yeah. No excuse. No excuse. I like the way he says them like he's never seen the person before. <laughs> but I always used to give David Pleat a pass because he always used to be very polite and be like, good evening, everyone. Good yeah. evening, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else have we got here? Stephen Smith, also on the Facebook. It's got to be Aston Villa's immense service to notable eggs in football. Feed- fielding a gloriously hairless defensive axis of oh, Guzan, yeah. Vlar, Senderos and Hutton. Shiny Bonce Delph in midfield, <laughs> and even holding some bareheaded brilliance in reserve with Al Ahmadi warming the bench. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of ball players. I mean, if you can think of a team with more notable legs in the team, in, you know, one in one squad than that, then then um, then please go ahead and tell mm. us. Henry Hurls just backs up what you were saying earlier. Patrick Clive being linked with the Huddersfield job, oh, which yeah. is obviously a bit odd. Um, Steve McNulty versus Adebayo Akinfemi in League Two. Literally a heavyweight fixture, Jeff. That's from Josh Jenkins. Uh, what else have we got here? Oh, and here's one here. Lewis Hassan says, Martin Tyler describing David Silva's goal against Krull as revenge for Spain's thrashing to Holland at the World Cup. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> just as good. I reckon that's the first yeah. thing they thought of, yeah. And I'll finish off with this one from David Stewart. He says, My club, Brisbane Raw, have released a new club badge. It looks like a lion with a jetpack on its back drawn by a 10-year-old. Class. So I'll have to make an appointment to check that out. Mm. But yeah, at Football Ramble and facebook.com forward slash Football Ramble um, every week for your thoughts and highlights of the week. There you are. Um, uh, that's it, isn't it? Oh, Luke, you got something else? Oh yeah, I just wanted to uh, remind people of oh, the yes. com forward slash Football Ramble. If you sign up for a, uh, a Betfair account through that Football Ramble link, um, you are before the end of August, you're going to be entitled to be in the draw and in with a chance for winning a PS4 and FIFA 15. So it's betfair.com forward slash Football Ramble um, uh, before the end of August. That's it. Yeah. Before the end of August, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, there we are. Um, that's the end of the ramble this week. As Luke said, if you want to get in touch, especially for the uh, highlights of the football week, then uh, Twitter is at Football Ramble. Um, we're on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Football Ramble. Yeah, and on uh, Absolute Radio this weekend, Rock and Roll Football back for another Hurrah John Champions, our main commentator for this year, which is very exciting. Uh, going to be joined by uh, Clark Carlisle once again. Uh, we're going to have live and exclusive coverage from uh, Chelsea versus Leicester, live from Stamford Bridge uh, from three this Saturday. Mm. Lovely job. Mm. Um, uh, say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye, Pete. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye, Luke. Goodbye from me, team.